would it, it happen not. to be for it my future not. Although employer? I have done work with your future employer before. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, so okay, that's cool, going to cool, keep cool. me really, really busy. Uh, I mean, just that big project alone is going to be like 40 hours a week for the foreseeable future. And then I have all these other projects that are coming on too. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm probably going to be at around 50 hours a week more than that's likely good. Uh, for at least the next two or three months. That's good. Uh, what is the uh, the situation at your actual physical office? Are no, you working no. from so, home? Or are you at your, I guess your for physical anybody desk? Who's listening by some odd chance. Uh, <laughs> so I'm an I'm I'm an electrical engineer, which you talked about, and I work for a consulting company in Austin. And when this all started, <laughs> so when this all started, uh, we had just gotten into a new office space. Well, it was the same building, but they completely reven- uh, renovated our floor. Um, it was super, super nice, and, uh, gorgeous. I had like this mm. great view of the city. Um, and then not long after the virus got to America, we got told yeah. that we're all going home, uh, which went a lot smoother than I would have anticipated. I'm not that mad about it. Cause I did finally get a laptop instead of just a desktop, uh, just a little bit of a plus. Oh, Dude, so that shitty Macintosh oh, man, you had during that's college. A other, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's for episode that's for episode seven, seven. That's, that's uh, for episode seven down the road so y'all. i dig it a laptop and i'm at home now and pretty much everyone else is you can yeah. still go into the office <laughs> if you have some type of really time critical thing where you just need to to have your two monitors and, and all that but um say for that yeah. uh you're not really letting anybody in the office and they're really changing up yeah. the whole the whole thing because this new product that we've got, we're actually working hand in hand with the engineers mm-hmm. from this new client. And so, so yeah, I don't know how much is to say on here. I don't want to get in trouble. Nice. Um, nice. So. No, no. Yeah. yeah again, again. So, but they really, they're changing bear, things up bones, all over the company. Uh, um, and it's good because they're, they're really focusing on not letting people go. Their whole company uh, opinion is really that, uh, they're trying to retain all their talent because I think once this comes. Hey. Oh, all right. Uh, Cameron, uh, how you doing, Cam? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing uh, diddly daddly to quote you. Sweet. All right. Reese, uh, Reese said he might be on in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, okay. Good deal. So we can always invite him on there. Yeah. But, uh, so let's let's just kind of have a, a somewhat of a format. Uh, how has your professional career been this last month? Uh, it's been good. Done a lot of work here and there, helping Dude. helping my fellow man. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I've also done a lot of uh, work helping my fellow man because the place I live is ate up with fucking coronavirus. Yeah, dude. What? What's the numbers looking like? It's we're we're diagnosing over a thousand people a day in my state. God. Oh my god! How many at your yeah. uh, your hospital? Uh, we have at least three floors completely packed with COVID patients. I was talking to my friend Tammy the other day, and I haven't worked in like three or four days. But she had fifteen people come in one day, and I think five of them were positive yesterday. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Oh yeah. Oh shit, Reese is on Reese. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, uh, 
Reese, this is our good friend Reese. Uh, we're just using first names because, you know, for reasons. But uh, Reese, tell us about yourself, man. Uh, what's there to tell? Um, your typical. Shit, what What is there not to tell about you? <laughs> what is there not to tell? I don't know. Are, I can are, totally. Are we doing like I a can therapy session. Reese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, Cam, describe me. I think maybe that's Reese a good one. A, okay, so Reese is a genius electrical engineer. <laughs> Who is also a musician, and he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's Reese. And he is, I don't know, he, he, he takes pleasure in his debaucheries. We'll say that much. I, lo- I love my debauchery. In fact, I am pouring up a nice glass of debauchery <laughs> as I speak. Hey, fucking man. As I speak. Oh, man. Oh, but yeah, yeah, that's me. I guess yeah. all in all, I'd say that I'm... A super smart electrical engineer. I think somehow I got away with uh, with cramming my way through every final I ever had. But oh yeah, somehow wasn't that all of us though at one point okay. or another? So there was this one time. <laughs> so Reese was living with me, and uh, <laughs> he had his friend. I forgot his name. What was his name, Reese? Oh, um, holy shit! How can I not remember this? John? Yeah, John. Yeah, John. So, dude, that one time yeah. that y'all took like some Adderall or something. You gotta get me incriminated. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a re- there is a reason we're only using first names, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. So, I think the time you're talking about was literally at the very end of the last semester, or the last quarter, I should say, of senior year. Yeah. And that was such a shit show. So, at the point that we did. Uh, I think he was it Adderall. Or was it I think it was Adderall. Um, he was, of course, he has actually ADHD, and so he takes it, you know, just to like focus. Um, I didn't, but at this point, <laughs> I had been up for I don't even remember how long it was, but a very, very long time, like days plural. Oh um, my god! And we had all this other shit that had gone down, but of course, you know, in in the electrical program, you have, I think, yeah, Ken, you had this too, or Cam, God, and uh, the civil program, you have like your senior design project, and we had yeah. to write this huge report. I think uh, with the time we were done with it, it ended up being like close to 80 pages. Done. <laughs> and I mean, granted, like there were graphs and figures in there. It wasn't like 80 pages of pure text, but yeah. Uh, so this one guy we had in our group was just the biggest dick. I think I've ever interacted with in my whole fucking life. I've never, I'm a pretty peaceable person. Like, I don't think I've been in an actual fight since I was probably 10. Uh, and I don't think you'd really call that a fight, but I've never wanted to punch somebody in the face more than I've wanted to punch that kid in the fucking face. What, what happened? What happened there? Oh, so many things. He just, he wouldn't listen to anyone else in the group just to go over the basic shit. He wouldn't take anyone else's ideas. He was super insistent. And then he, he wouldn't make his shit work. Like he, he would talk all fucking day about the project and about what he was doing. But when it came to actually delivering on a deadline, he didn't. And then particularly the breaking point where I was especially ready to beat the living shit out of him. Was <laughs> we were in a lab together one day and I'd already spent a serious amount of money on the project. I probably spent like close to $200. And okay. I mean, and, and just, and let me pause. 
Yeah, yeah. Just for reference, everyone, all of us were fucking broke as fuck. Like yeah. broke as fuck. Like getting a one dollar cheeseburger from McDonald's was a splurge at this time. And so, <laughs> while this while this was going on, I was surviving on the dollar uh, bean burritos at Taco Bell. Just for reference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Accurate. So I already spent like two hundred dollars, and I built a whole enclosure. I built uh, a custom uh, charging circuit for his really shittily designed. Uh, battery bank um, and that was a pain in the ass and took a lot of money and a lot of time and mm. I was trying to remember what else we needed um, oh yeah so we needed uh, like a plexiglass screen to go on the front of our enclosure for this project Yeah. and there was this other girl who really didn't when I say didn't contribute anything I mean like he was bad um, but he at least showed up this girl literally didn't even show up to like at least 70% of the meetings that we had oh fuck and, it, and this is senior and she was a senior this is senior year I still don't know what happened to this girl because she still had like one more quarter to go but I mean all of us were honest our on our reviews were like this girl really didn't do anything the only thing we asked her to do towards the end of the project because just so we could get something out of her was we asked her to program this little button that could cycle through data from our system and she couldn't yeah. figure out how to make a button work as a senior electrical oh. engineer yeah, that's that's crazy because LA Tech. I mean, that's a pretty rigorous fucking engineering program. I, so she was not bright and she was extremely socially probably. I don't want to be mean in saying this, but she may have had minor Asperger's or autism. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because she was so shy and well, so like you really couldn't get her to talk. And she had like a what was her boyfriend, husband, fiance. That's what I'm going to talk. So so she yeah. was like that, and I don't know how smart she was because I just never really heard her talk. But her boyfriend was fucking brilliant. Um, yeah. I had a couple labs uh-huh. with him, and the dude was really just next level intelligent. I know he, I can't remember if he was going to tech for his master's, if he was going somewhere else, but um, man, he was bright. He was in, but he was going on to for a master's. And so I think chances are that he carried her through her yeah. electrical program. And I don't know why he didn't help <laughs> her with that. Maybe he just drew the line and was like, hey, this is your senior project. You need to do it by yourself. I don't know. But I still don't know what happened to that girl. So we, this girl, we had asked her all we needed her to do to contribute to this project. Program the button. And then one other thing, we asked her if she could buy a piece of plexiglass to put on the front. And, of course, she was behind. And it was like the day of our thing. And No, it wasn't the day. It was like the week, the final week. And so he asked me, he's like, well, can you go to, uh, to the store? And I think he wanted me to buy some bolts and stuff, too, and then that. And I'm just told him, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry man. I don't have the budget for that, like. I barely have, and this was true, like, I barely have enough, like, I'm going to be eating ramen for the remainder of this quarter, nah. I don't have any more money, and he, like, blew up, and yeah. he's like, well, maybe you should have taken out more money in loans, Oh, well, fuck you, bitch, and I was Damn. like, I said, I was like, well, I did take out money in loans, so I'm like, I'm sorry, but some of us just don't have anyone else supporting us, realistically, uh, and so he's <laughs> like, well, I don't either, and I was like, which is fucking bullshit, by the way, this dude had as his parents support, I knew for a fucking fact, and like this dude spent money like it was fucking nothing. This dude bought shit he didn't need for projects that he wouldn't complete while he oh, was God. neglecting projects in his actual classes. He bought like a $350 uh, squirrel cage motor, I think, to build an electric motorcycle just what because he got the refund from school. So, I, yeah, I pulled him outside. I, I pulled him outside because we were not the only ones in the lab when this happened either. It's like maybe you should pull yeah, that got normal. So I pulled him out, and we had a talk to talk, and he was a little bit better after that, but he was still kind of a dick. And case in point, that night when we took uh, Adderall, 
all we wanted to do was switch from uh from what the fuck did he want to do? He wanted to use like a oh god, what's it called? The SharePoint. It's not Google Docs. Um, it's like Windows Live or whatever the fuck it is. Windows Outlook, Live. maybe. Yeah. He wanted to use that, um, and he had like kind of a format going on, but it wasn't really that good, and it was really not fleshed out. And me and Joe John had been writing labs together for about a mm. year and a half at this point, and so we had some really good templates down. And he really hadn't contributed a lot to the report. And so we tried to communicate with him. And on the day when we were supposed to turn it in, which was not the last day of the quarter, mind you, um, yeah. we had really written out everything. We got it in this format, our new format. I had like filled in a lot of holes in his stuff. And all I asked him, I was like, hey, can you just go in and like do spell check on your shit? And yeah, just the, ba- the bare minimum, basically. The bare shit. minimum, spell check your shit. I've noticed some numbers that look off. Can you double check this too? And yeah. he wouldn't do it. He like got super pissed at us. He's like, y'all do it, y'all going off and changing it to Google Docs. So I tried to do that. Like she just done it in Word and wouldn't do it. And so when we turned in our report, I went to the professor and I told him. And I think we got like we got a sixty something or, or like we got a super low grade on that Ooh. report. Oh, um, it's what it's one of. I can't believe we ended up getting a, we got, so it's like, you know, three quarters of senior design. We got a B in our last senior design class for mostly the fact that he didn't really contribute to that report. Um, I mean, he wasn't the only person that girl also didn't really contribute to our project, but it was just infuriating. So I told the professor, uh, but oh my God. Yeah. So that was the time that we, uh, we did Adderall that night was to try to finish that report because he wouldn't fucking do anything. And so Fuck, we, wrote, we wrote about 60 to 65 pages of that report in a, at almost a single night. Oh, my um, God, dude. I, and, dude, uh, I bet you fucking had the best sleep of your life after that was turned in. Oh, uh, well, you don't even know the half of it. So uh, for whatever bullshit reason, they require that you turn in your final reports with uh, colored paper. Uh, and colored paper, yeah, yeah, you can't do black and white, you have to print in color, even though like there weren't any really functioning color printers on campus at that time. Yeah, there really wasn't. Yeah, so, no, now you mentioned it. Yeah, I don't remember there being one. So, you know, this was probably the hundredth time where I wanted to drive over and beat the living shit out of that kid that I mentioned earlier, <laughs> but he was the one who was supposed to print that off and turn it in, and he had some confusion. For whatever fucking reason, how you miss this or mess this up. He had some confusion about what the day was and we had to turn in this report because it was not the last day of the quarter and he had the impression it was. And uh, of course, we were right. But so my other friend, John, um, went and turned it in. And thank God John was still in town because at this point, you know, I'd finished writing the report. I'd pretty much done everything. I'd finished all my other classes. And I was going down to New Orleans to see my brother-in-law graduate uh, from his college. And yeah. so I was like, you know, 200 miles away from, from our school. And I found out that the fuckhead who was supposed to print off our report and turn it in can't do that. And so I'm, and I also haven't slept yet. And so I'm in the car with dude, my parents just, dude, and I'm just having like, a, fucking die. it's amazing. I didn't have a heart attack. I was having like a nervous breakdown. Like, you know, those really, <laughs> really thick Gatorade bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely crushed that from top to bottom with one of my bare hands. I was that pissed off. 
Because, you know, if we didn't turn in that report, we really would have failed that class. Um, Dude. And so I, I call my professor and I explain the situation. I'm like, my That's insane. classmate is going to print this off now at uh, Office Depot or something. Um, and he was. What a dick. I, what did he drive? What did that guy drive? I think he drove. Uh, oh, God. It was some like, it's an, not an Aberath. A Saab. I think he drove a Saab. What car. the hell is that? It's like a European brand. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't even know it's what the fuck that common, is. Uh, car company, especially. It's more common in Europe. Uh, but he really didn't ride his, his car that much because he lived pretty close to campus. Y'all remember where the uh, the Catholic Student Center was? Mm-hmm. He lived like just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. around that, like in between the Catholic Student Center and, uh, and the micro... Yeah, he was real close. That wasn't to too far from so the police station. Pretty much everywhere. Um, so I never really saw him in his car that much. But yeah. Chassis. Chassis. That's enough. So that was the, that was the capstone of me pulling all nighters to get through my program. Um, and that one was not so much as planned yeah. as just things happened. Yeah. And that. Yeah, all all three of us, and you know Marshall too. I mean, he, only, uh, he was only here for two years, though, right? Three years, yeah, three years. But the three of us were all st- hardcore STEM fields. We, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure we all can yeah. admit our senior year was a living hell. Because uh, I had to move to goddamn that Alexandria, and like you. I remember, <laughs> it, it was bad. <laughs> it was like, Every time he'd drive into Russia, yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's that's like, the thing. Like, I remember in January, I, like, get me out of this place. <laughs> yeah, like Reese, Cam, I think you were in Monroe <laughs> yeah. uh, having a booty call. But uh, Reese, Reese, Reese and I, we had some, like the best conversations. <laughs> I don't remember what they were, so that's how they were the best conversations. But we had them uh, at the old house. And all I remember is like just one day, just like grabbing Reese and like hugging you know him, and be like, "God damn, Reese, I'll you got any fucking beer, we brother?" <laughs> we were sitting around the fire out there, and fucking Chasta went and grabbed a damn possum. Well, you you won't forget the time it happened because it, <laughs> it happened several times. Yeah, like every time she'd run back there, she'd come. I don't know if you just oh, had like a, way, a possum infestation. Anyone is listening? Shasta is my. German Shepherd. Um. Anyway. Yeah, and she she is a beautiful Absolutely. dog, but she is also a piece of How shit old sometimes. Is she now? Uh, she's about four and a quarter. Uh, damn. I remember when she was a puppy. I just got uh, I just where does time go, man? It was yesterday. Uh, my, my foster go, my foster pup go to its its forever home. Little old Henry, that shouldn't. Piece of wild, crazy mess. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that what you eventually yeah, named his, it, Henry? His name from the shelter was Minor Threat, but all right, cool. I don't know, dude. Since you since you were having him, since, <laughs> since you, time, you should have named him something stupid like <laughs> Frying Pan. I I really wanted to name him Publius Septimius Geta. Uh, you should have, <laughs> but I guess Henry was just easy to say. I don't know. I mean, I doubt they'll keep the name. Um, they're like the very much stereotypical active white family if that makes sense like bike riding days at the lake which honestly like no judgment that's great for the dog because he has tons of energy yeah um so yeah they picked him up 
and uh, I guess he's doing all right now. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, I did. I didn't think I was gonna miss him at all, but honestly, I, I do a little bit. Yeah, um, how... I think I still kind of want a dog, but it's it's hard to have a dog in an apartment like this. Hmm. I, I was about to ask Reese, how's uh? I don't know if you heard earlier. We uh, we you know the first five minutes we went over Cam's professional career and what was mm -hmm. going on with him and what's going on with me and then during the COVID, how's how's everything going it for is, you in uh, your field? With this going virus going on well at the moment, uh, it's been a very, very much up and down. Uh, when the like when the virus first hit in March and shit started to hit the fan, we still had some backlog with existing yeah. projects, um, and that carried me through really till the uh, mm. yeah probably till the end of March I'd say, uh, and then once March ended, I was pretty dry for a while, and it's been that way honestly probably till the end of last month. Um, and then I'm not, Oh, Oh yeah. Uh, so, you know, like that whole Picked time up. I was sending out emails and going through my network and my manager and trying to find projects and stuff to get on. And, uh, all of those little connections I've been making and, you know, lines I've been dropping, everything hit at the same time. And then at the same time that all of that hit, I'm not actually allowed to talk about it, but a very, very big project that, will substantially financially impact the region i'm in right now and also keep me busy for the next 10 months uh possibly longer than that hit um and so like once this is all over that the company that still has all their people is going to be able to bounce back really quickly and then probably mm -hmm. take over a larger market share um yeah so as far as the actual virus itself goes uh i'm, I'm going to introduce you know, you guys know I'm a medical lab scientist. You know, we, we the ones run all your fucking tests. Uh, the fastest vaccine ever developed was the salt polio hmm. vaccine. And that took four years to develop. Uh, it took four years to develop. And one of the side effects was cancer. <laughs> uh, so whenever you hear people say, oh, yeah, they'll have a vaccine by Christmas. No. No, no. The earliest vaccine we might see, the early trials that will be hmm. effective will probably be Jesus. this time next year. So this fucking thing, this, it's going to well, be around with us for a while. Ads, for clinical trials they've been doing. Yeah, here's the thing. Clinical trials, there's three phases. Phase one is just a general trial. Mm -hmm. Phase two, it's more, you know, it narrows down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh. Well, you good there, Cam? Dude, I'm I'm cooking, man. I'm cooking me a Mexican, <laughs> a chicken Mexican rice on a damn skillet, brother. All right, all right, all right. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So, a lot of your companies, there's over 150 companies, and a lot of their vaccines are in phase one. Uh, literally, you could submit like a a bowl of shit to hmm. the FDA, and that would go into phase one trials. Uh, if it's phase two and three, that means a serious development. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be a while, man. It's, it's going to be at least a year. I'd man. say six months man. to a year until we get an effective vaccine. And then there's a whole and there's a whole fucking thing. Like they recently discovered, you can get infected by the coronavirus, and you know the antibodies wear off after about. So how does that work then? Because you know, like a you vaccine be just develops antibodies. So does that mean you have to get vaccinated like four times a year or something? Exactly. Yes. The thing is, the, the main protein they're trying to do is they call it Corona because Latin being crown because uh, this, this mm. virus has these big, big spiky proteins. 
they're trying to develop an antibody that will bind to that that spike protein and prevent it from entering your cells. Unfortunately, your body seems to, for some goddamn reason or not, I don't know the answer, but it doesn't hmm. seem to, to confer lasting immunity. It, it's a weird virus. Uh, the good news is, though, it seems to be uh, becoming really? less less. Um, so it's mutating fatal. in a way that it's not as. Yeah, the, the newest. Post. Yeah, so the first mutation was actually in February and late January, Reese. Uh, the original strain of coronavirus had a 5% mortality rate. But the Chinese government, for all their faults, they were so good at cracking down that there was a strain in the UK that was less symptomatic, per se. Uh, and that actually became the dominant strain because they clamped down on everyone showing symptoms. Which is why about forty percent of everyone that gets so coronavirus asymptomatics are actually different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can still spread it being asymptomatic. Uh, so it's it's going to be with us a while though. Uh, yeah, man. I uh, I'm just so happy I managed to get that vacation yeah, before this all happens. No. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I, Reese, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, I have a friend, yeah, Can, Can, he's from China. Uh, the original plan was, yeah, the original plan was to go to China in January, uh, but I didn't <laughs> want to fill out like the two-month waiting form for the, the consulate. So, and then I think I talked to you on the phone, and I was like, you know, oh, fuck it, I'm right, going yeah. to Austin, that'd be Perfect better. Yep. Gay old yep, time. and then we had a gay old time in Austin. <laughs> oh my bars God. Are been open in a minute yep but uh past them they open them up for like a week and then not yep. even all of them were open and then you know like a week later they decided hey you know probably not a good idea and they were yeah no no doubt no doubt in fact unfortunately uh you could be perfectly healthy and uh you can have permanent damage yeah, from this really virus that. even if you're like 20 something years old from Permanent lung damage, permanent hearing damage, I mean, uh, neurological that, damage. You might as well get to get high while it happens, right? But anyway, <laughs> there's actually some there's actually some limited evidence that nicotine and uh, yeah. THC confer I'm limited yielded. protection against the coronavirus. So I told so okay, Reese, you're gonna live to so like 105, buddy. I'll admit, like the nicotine habit, I need to quit for sure. I uh, I've been on that kick and I've been on the jewels for a minute and cigarettes and now the puff bars and everything else. But it was really funny. Um, I took a trip to, to Big Bend National Park not that long ago. And uh, we took a hike. I'm okay. trying to remember the name of the trail we were on. I can't, but it was it was not that, that crazy long of a trail, but it was downhill the, the whole first half. Like you went downhill and then you went back uphill. And uh, one of my friends who was with me, Sam, was like really – really invested to like go all the way through this trail like all the way down all the way back up and me and my other friend leo i think we probably got like i don't know like two thirds yeah. of the way down and we're like we probably ought to head back so it's like no we're gonna do it and we marched the west bay dude on the way back up sam and leo <laughs> were were hurting hurting and i think it was probably dying sam like she is not from texas she's originally from kansas so like the heat she's not been like in the heat like that and had to walk through it whereas as like you know me I'm oh like, that good old southern heat in fucking louisiana for ever <laughs> basically in my car 
Dude, yeah, we didn't have AC at fucking Mitchell Hall mm-hmm. for like one fucking December. Sure Remember that shit? So I was sitting there. I was okay, but, you know, they were hurting. Damn. And I was kind of joking with them. like, well, you know, if you just used a jewel, if you just had some nicotine in your lungs, <laughs> wouldn't be hurting like this. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that's bonkers. Uh but yeah, I, I have this piece of paper in front of me, and I know I've had like four beers right now, so this this is going to sound extremely uh, filthy, Frank ass. But anyway, uh, so Cam, you know you, yeah. you you listened to the last episode I put out, correct? Okay, so you know th- that was kind of the filler episode. So this 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 episode here, when we got the background, what? but this is this was all about you, man. Cam's time to shine. This okay, is all about you, brother. Uh, yeah. This is Cam's time. Cam's time sign. Uh, so Cam, uh, tell me about uh, tell me about your background, your family's background, okay, so. and where they come from politically. And Reese and I'll be the <laughs> Reese and I'll so. be the peanut gallery in the background. So my dad's sides, uh, mostly German, English, white heritage. Um, my mom's side is Creole, Cajun. Uh, yeah, so my grandparents didn't speak, speak English French, until correct? the second grade, which I think is insane. Uh, but yeah, so they came from, I guess, the Canadian, <laughs> I guess, slaves. I don't know exactly what they were, but they were poor farmers for sure. And um, so far, mm. it's been great. I know. So I mean, I guess two types of white crazy in you. More or less. Exactly, exactly. So I have <laughs> German, French. Uh, I'm mostly French, I guess. I'm about 50% Caucasian. You, 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 you look, Honestly, I mean, I've you look French. I mean, does he not, Reese? Yeah. No, he's, yeah, got, that, got, no, he's got that Roman I've nose. Got the though. German. I don't know. I guess I don't really know what Germans look like, but I have, uh, you know, well, I guess is German. Are Germans like light skin, blonde hair? Uh, that's kind of like a thing of the not. Honestly, I'm thinking of like Germanic. People. In the north, they are. That's like dark hair. Yeah. You know, strong that's facial what... features. To me, that's that's German, and to me, you look German in that sense. That's what I think too, but I don't know exactly because I guess during uh, World War II times, they thought you know, blonde hair, blue eyes was the German. Which was weird. I don't understand exactly how that all played out, but it was Hitler, man. You know, um, when you get a raging drug addict with a micro penis in charge, things go crazy. Who uh, who failed architecture <laughs> school? Yeah, he failed. He failed architecture school in Vienna and became mm. a uh, corporal but in hey, the German army during World War One. You have to give uh, well. I guess you okay. don't want to give credit to Adolf Hitler, but damn it, he's a <laughs> man. You gotta admit the man. Oh, Jack. Really okay, all right. Yeah, this is why we can't have fun. I mean, let's give it this, to him, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is this is why we look. This is why I we cannot have sponsorships, guys. God damn it! God damn it! He was good at uh, persuading people. I'm not gonna kid oh, you. Without a doubt, one of the best orators. Yeah. Of modern times. Have y'all listened no, to no, yeah, he, he, speaking, a lot like, of energy. Uh, okay, so speaking, though, like in a speech, it's just person to person. There was one is is him was, interviewing the Finnish really Prime strange. Minister in 1942, uh, and he speaks 
he speaks in his normal voice, and he yeah, actually has a very deep it's voice. Crazy, you know, to hear him talk like that, the first time I heard, I was a little bit shocked. It's just so out there. Yeah. So, so Cam, uh, how would you describe <laughs> your political beliefs in 2020? Because again, we've all had we've all have evolutions of political beliefs. In the last episode, I actually kind of mentioned that Reese. Uh, when we were uh, driving to Manny during that unfortunate <laughs> event that happened to a friend of ours, yep. uh, we yep. talked about politics yeah. in 2016. Remember that? And, and you and you were uh, rather libertarian, would you uh, not? Reese. Would you not say? Yeah, that's a, it. Was probably a, an accurate characterization. Yeah, Reese. Yeah, I, I say you were you were like a, a libertarian esque, but uh, so you know, again, and I was at one time <laughs> proto communistic. Uh, how, how would you describe yourself uh, so now, Cameron, on the political spectrum? Man, I, it's hard to determine. I do. I lean more towards the Republican side, of course. There's a few things, especially with environmental reform, with the with the Republican side that I just don't agree with. I do think that we need to push more towards environmental reform, obviously. Uh, but for the most part, I guess Republican. I'm not really. I'm not liberal. I, I understand the new ideas. I knew the techno. I know the technology is increasing, and Republicans like kind of lean more towards conservative, old style. Uh, correct and laissez-faire but, capitalism. Yeah. Honestly, me, uh, and go ahead. Let me ask you, like, as go far ahead. as I mean, like, there's. The Democrat Party, the Democratic Party, and the Republican Party today are like extremely different, just as far as ideals go. Of like, you know, Bush era or Clinton era Democrat, and if you go even farther back, you've got you know like Jimmy Carter or uh, you know Bush Senior. Yeah, yeah. So like, FDR. do you identify more with the? Because honestly, like, who was uh? Wasn't it Teddy? Teddy was a Republican, and he like passed all the national parks. Yeah. conservation stuff yeah yeah again in the last episode in the last episode i kind of mentioned that i cam you listened to the last episode i mentioned that like the personal presidents i would have fit in more like the era i would have been most comfortable in would have been in the progressive era with teddy roosevelt a republican william yeah. howard taft a republican or woodrow wilson a democrat or on the flip side uh richard nixon passed yeah. the fucking yeah. uh epa a republican about the epa <laughs> Because he was he was a king. Yeah, yeah. That that's for episode yeah, number five, I, Reese. Uh, I don't know. I, but yes. Well, well, let's get a little let's get a little deeper though. Uh, and again, you know, we're all good friends, so we can all uh, agree and disagree on stuff. What induced you to vote for Donald well, Trump in 2016? The honest answer, the honest truth, is that there was nobody else that I felt that was capable of doing the job. That's the first thing I have to say. Second of all, is that, you know, and and honestly, if you, if you vote independent, what does that even really do? I mean, we have the only thing you can either really do is Republican or Democrat. And that's just the way it is. I mean, I wish, I wish, I wish there was a, uh, technically a third party, which there is, but it doesn't really count for anything. Um, yeah, we have a messed up two party system. That's right. true. I, I ended up voting third party in the 2016, but you know yeah. I was a a pseudo liberal kind of libertarian guy, so I knew the state. I mean, I was in Louisiana, so I knew the state was going to Trump either way. 
you you voted well, no, for the Libertarian uh, candidate, Gary Johnson. I don't Johnson, really know much you. about them, uh, but I just got on the ballot list and I looked for the person who seemed like they had the most level head and was going to follow the Constitution. And I don't even remember the guy's name. I was just kind of sad because it was the first presidential candidate I ever voted for, but it was the Veterans Party candidate who I ended up voting for in 2016. So. So I have a question. Like, okay. did you I mean, just want to see difference? I don't understand. Like, it was. Just, I mean, there was. Well, here's the thing. I knew my opinions were different than the opinions of the general populace, and that I didn't in have what, the. Grad- in what aspects? Like, like they were. Uh, I can. I can confirm uh, that. Well, one fiscally, uh, back in that time, especially. I was opposed to any government spending that wasn't related to infrastructure or uh, national defense. Those were like the two things that I thought. Defense, national defense. And I did and still do think that our national spending and national debt is the greatest threat to our national security. And uh, so I didn't really like either party, Democrat or Republican for that reason. Uh, Democrats, I think, are maybe a little more honest about their spending. I think most Republicans are bullshit about being fiscally conservative. It's a bunch of fucking crap at this point. But so I didn't really want to vote for either party in that sense. Hmm. But of course, like I knew there was nothing like I wasn't going to stop a Republican or Democrat candidate candidate from getting elected. But I mean, because, yeah, yeah, because the electoral Kansas, college Kansas, like, Trump that. is going to win. But, I mean, I still have Louisiana. my and uh, I wasn't going to not vote because to me, if you don't vote, it's kind of like shitting on everything you've been given as an American. Uh, so I knew I was going to vote. But like I said, I just wanted somebody who I think thought was going to follow the Constitution, which honestly most politicians don't these days. Uh, and that's like I said, so I ended up going with the mm. with the Veterans Party just based off of what they had on the, the ballot website. But Cam, okay. I know you were, I mean, you were leaning, like you said, and I understand the argument, like especially in 2016 for Trump. I had that thought, like honestly, when he got elected, despite my conflicted feelings about him and Hillary at that point, as someone who was concerned with fiscal responsibility, I did think, okay, Trump's a businessman. Like, maybe he can actually get us out of debt and, like, get the economy rolling. Well, you know, the debt is kind of uh, far-fetched. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, to be, like, completely honest, I don't think that the debt is really anything that can be resolved. It's so mm. out of alignment right now. Like, Yeah, I— I'm kind of with Cam on this. I'm like, I, I, I think I'm a modern monetary theorist. Is the debt does not matter as long as you have full economic production and employment. I mean, uh, our, I could be completely fucking wrong. This happened before. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. Again, like, hey, I mean, we we disagree. Uh, but uh, yeah. So all right. So Cam, you vote for Trump in 2016. Uh, how have your parents' political uh, beliefs influenced very- you? mildly i don't i honestly i mean my you know my my dad's republican my mom's republican but it doesn't it doesn't really influence me at all at all because i i truly believe in just a few facts like i i don't believe in abortion i just don't um you know there's just okay man no, I mean, no, totally man, just spe- speak your truth, totally man. Understand. We're not judging you, man. We're your best friends. And I, I do think we're your that best friends, we brother. ought to follow. I mean, and it is crazy to think that the guys that set up the Constitution are, it's kind of outdated. 
I understand that completely. Hmm. Um, hey, that's and what we got to remember, though. 1792, <laughs> yeah. Need to be reformed. Some things need to be reformed, obviously, because it's, it's just true. a different. It's just a different age altogether. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let that, me ask that, you. Just I mean, like, that's cool. That's cool. The, that's cool. Uh, so like again, going down abortion or anything. Of course, like, did you go through a period of time where you, and not just that, but like pretty much everything with politics? Did you go through a time where you like researched a lot and like were conflicted about your views versus your family's, or was it just like you kind of heard them yeah. growing up and? Because I think yeah, like, yeah. people think that's only happens that's a good to question. people that yeah. switch sides, yeah. and I don't think that's the case. I think pretty much everybody goes through that process at, yeah, at no, one point I, in their life. Yeah, I definitely did some research. I know that the the so with abortion, of course, uh, the percentage of women that get raped and have an abortion or what have you is is very low. Um, Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I, yeah, I, 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 I hope to God like less truth, than one percent. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's from what, and it's it, let's hope so. To be honest, let's hope and so. Honestly, mm-hmm. I hope. I mean, through freaking God's grace, I hope so. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I I I just feel like abortion is just because I'm Catholic. I don't I don't believe in it, man. I just yeah. Look. But uh, if I if I can interject real quick, you you never seem to be no, a you're right. Catholic you know, I never knew really. about you. Like I, I, I mean, you practice premarital. Dude sex. doesn't just you practice it. He's home loose it. when it came to drugs <laughs> and alcohol. Dude, dude, yeah, no shit, Cam. Yeah, he you're was right. A, a women right. finding <laughs> machine. But anyway, hey, he's uh, like, oh, I'll say less. <laughs> Oh please, Ken! Please do not do not heap praises yeah, upon me. Um, I understand you guys. I I do. Um, <laughs> I'm going against two super liberal guys, two super liberal <laughs> people right now. Oh, this is not a debate, though. This no, is just but a- but but listen, Cam. Are, are we? This yeah. is a, this no is doubt. a free flow conversation, look, I man. Beliefs. I respect mine. I. And it is really mine, and I'm not even kidding. It has nothing to do with my parents. I really do believe the republic. I just that's just the way I lean. I don't know. It's just what. And I, well, abortion I, is like look. Well, they I talk about and, those, and we were and we respect you. And abortion is for sure one of them because it's like depending on what you believe on it, it really is like a life or death. You know, huge number of people depending on what you think every year, kind of thing. Look, in my opinion, if you get in a situation where you get fucking raped. You fucking deserve to have a kid. I don't give a fuck. Like, like if like I don't uh, care. Like, we'll disagree there. Look, dude. Look. <laughs> yeah, this is why. This is why we're look, not monetized. This is really, why we are not monetized. Dude, I don't. I don't know. I, there is some. There's a. There is a boundary to where like yeah, you're in the wrong spot at the wrong time. But like, well, like most rape happens between honestly like family members, which is fucked up to say. Yeah. associates or family members oh. yeah 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 but anyway let, let's move on for, let's let's move on from abortion because I, I feel like reese you may agree with me listen we, we we can't have like babies like we cannot carry a child we cannot decide an abortion yeah. so ultimately is, it really does not sorry, matter that much to, to us because uh, i mean who's gonna listen to this so let's just get into it one thing that does make it. me mad though and that no one will fucking talk about is that 
I mean, I'm still conflicted on the whole abortion issue. Honestly, it's kind of a day-to-day thing. I don't really know where I stand that much. Mm-hmm. I have researched it. I'm still conflicted. But, like, if if a woman is able to decide whether she wants to be responsible for a child post having sex, right? Then a man should also be able to decide, yeah, not yeah, in the moment yeah. of having sex, whether or not he wants to be responsible for a child. I think the fact that men have no say whether they're financially had to support a child for 18 years, you know, just because they had sex one night when they could have been fucking drunk or who mm-hmm. the fuck knows yeah. what is absolute bullshit. Absolute well, bullshit. Well, hey, hang on a second. Yeah. Look, that, I don't know. Then that's where we kind of disagree. I feel like, man, you, and I, I do agree that people fuck up, but God damn it, if, if that happens, that happens. You know, you got to deal with your fucking consequences. That's how I was raised, and that's how a lot of people were raised. Look, if you fuck yeah. up, you deal with the consequences. You don't just pussy out and just, you know, yeah. and uh, for me, it's more of a thing yeah. like I always get conflicted on the well, biology of it. Like, I, my, my thing, if a fetus is a life, I'm pro life. If a fetus isn't a human life, I'm pro-choice, but I just like I struggle with that concept. So that's where I, I, I struggle. But yeah, so I get what you're saying, yeah. and I'm I'm totally for personal responsibility. It's yeah. just like if if abortion is legal, right? Like if people can make that choice See, and say it's not a life, then a dude should get to decide whether he wants to be responsible. That's all I'm saying. I mean, this is this is good, man. I love we're all layering out our opinions. Mine is mine is less practical. Uh, personally, I'm kind of on Reese's camp. I, I personally disagree with abortion, for, you know, from a, you know a, a background in biology. Uh, unfortunately, though, legalistically, my thing is don't expand it. Just keep it as it is. Just you know, it, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things as far as we're concerned. I think generally, people are like uh, pro choice or pro. So Cam, number song, but I think most people, whatever side of the aisle they're on, like agree that less abortions would be better. And like the best way to yeah, yeah, and and that's where like, sexual you know education comes in. Birth Sex ed down the fucking pipes, like drown bitches in it if you got to. I yeah. think that's the first step. No, no, I, I agree, hundred percent. No, it's actually uh, TMI. The first time I, you know, I, I was taught to use a condom when I was eighteen. You were like, taught? That's, that's the Catholic school education. Wow. Yeah, what? I was taught to use. Yeah, yeah. Reese has got Reese has got that homeschool education. <laughs> All right, right Reese, tell us about your sex ed real quick. In what, sex ed, learn I learned that if you stick a needle in a balloon, that it pops, and apparently. <laughs> That was supposed to resemble the cherry or purity or some bullshit. I don't know. There was a James Avery ring involved. I was told not to fuck people, and they drew a uterus on the back of a Reese's Cup wrapper. Uh, that pretty much sums up my sex education. As I think I was fucking twelve when I had that. Um, you can't oh, make God. that shit up. <laughs> you really can't. Oh god. No, no, no. And, and that's why I love interviewing like different people from Oh different yeah, Cam, I want to know cuz you were like uh, you Cam, guys both kind of went through a Catholic school experience, right? So what was that like? Such education in a Catholic school. 5th grade. For me, it was pretty it was it, it was like 6th grade they taught you, but it was like the most hands-off approach. And you know, when you're like fucking, you know, in the 6th 7th grade, your hormones start kicking in and stuff. Uh but yeah, I never really was taught to use a condom. You know, my granddad told me about it because he was in the fucking navy, and God knows how many descendants I have overseas. 
Uh, he taught me actually how to use a condom and like about sex ed, my grandfather. Yeah, a fucking Korean war So veteran. your grandpa was in the Navy. Is that kind of the inspiration a little bit for you to, to join? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, speaking of, of myself. Yeah, my grandfather was lifted out of poverty by the United States Navy. He grew up in a very abusive hmm. household. His father was a drunk fucking, you know, beat his wife, piece of shit. And the uh, the story is, what I was told, mm-hmm. I think I may have told you this, Cam. But the story is that, like, uh, my great-great-grandfather used mm. to beat the fuck out of his wife. And one day when my granddad was, like, 17 or 18, he had enough of it. And he beat the yeah. shit out of my grand- great-grandfather. What? And uh, it, the dude, the, guy, the guy's name was Irma. And he got a fucking shotgun and started <laughs> shooting at my grandfather. <laughs> And, and my great-grandmother actually said, Alva, you better run, Alva. He's going to kill you. Run, son. And he ran into Vicksburg, the, the city he lived at the time, and joined the Navy like the next fucking day, married his high school sweetheart, and got deployed that to Korea. That is the most American story <laughs> I've ever fucking heard. That's crazy, though, no, the fact that... No, like, no. I mean, yeah, he eventually graduated. I didn't really realize that. Yeah, and they were extremely fucking poor. Like, my grandfather used to tell me about how he used to eat raccoons oh, you know, and raccoon? fucking possums as a child. Can't yeah, nothing wrong with some well-cooked raccoon. Have can I ever eaten uh, raccoon? I've never eaten raccoon. It's echoing. Anyway. Yeah, I can hear you, mate. Did, did you? Did you? Did you? Yeah, I, I don't know. Did someone in your family? Yeah. yeah. It is. Hang on. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm here. It's you good there, mate? For some reason, but anyway. Yeah, there's a show on the list. Uh, yeah, uh, it shows him, yeah. grandpa fight with my... I What's mean, that? I don't know if he was in the Civil War with my Vicksburg. Uh, yeah, so so uh, William Watson, last name, because this is anonymous, uh, he, was a, he was 17 years old, and he was apparently... Reese, I have to send you a fucking story, but my family, they were at the Battle of Champion Hill. Their house was literally in between the fucking Confederate <laughs> oh and Union lines. Wow. Yeah, like, like there, there's fucking stories of, like, my great-great-grandfather, like, great-times-four-grandfather, like, taking his family, like, his, his, his siblings, and, like, hiding on the floor while fucking mini-balls went through and the this fucking was, walls uh, in the house. And this was during the Civil War? In Beckburg? The Civil War, yeah, they they were in in uh, Copiah County. Yeah, yeah. my my great grand, I don't know exactly three greats from now. Grandpa was uh, he was wounded in battle. Um, I think he ended up losing. Yeah, in Battle of Vicksburg. Vicksburg. I don't know. I guess his name somewhere in there. But he ended up. I think he started walking home, and I think yeah. he ended up getting frostbite. Uh, and they had to amputate his arm, something along this line. I have the I have the historical Ooh. document, but um, either way, See it's cool it. that our family yeah. was at the same place at the same time with the same conflict. So. Roughly, yeah. But I, I will say this: my grandfather uh, Alvi, I, I won't say his last name, Alvi. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's been my inspiration throughout my life. Like the dude, literally grew up with, like went to town. Signed up for the U.S. Navy with literally like a dollar in his pocket, a silver dollar, and retired. And I think we estimate, when he died in two thousand nine, we estimated his retirement was like Jeez. three point something million dollars. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, well, he really gained the God system. 
Yeah, yeah, for a guy that literally grew up in a fucking tent in Yazoo I mean. County. See, I really don't know. My dad's done the whole ancestry website. They my mom and my dad are both on the DNA thing. But I don't remember them mentioning anything about the Civil War, which if my grandparents' political and kind of general beliefs are in indications, probably for a reason. Uh but but I do know yeah. that my like somewhere down my family <laughs> line, I did have some ancestors who were in George Washington's army. Um we had a sibling reach out over the website and they're That's like, hey, you can be a member of this group because you do have ancestors that were doing it. That's badass. Yeah. But let me get back to this chart, Cam. Uh, so number two question for you, man. Uh, what are your current views on immigration in the United States of America? So I think that we we let too many people in. I think we need to kind of let it. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm all for it. I really like the fact that we have a huge melting pot here. And we have a lot of diversity. And and, and, and and as a spoiler thing, it was like the person talking right now, like my mother was, you know, born and yeah. raised in Bogota, Colombia. So take take so that like, into yeah, account. Not to be uh, a dick. But like, <laughs> what is it that makes you think that we let too many people in? Like, what is it that, well, that you it's, see that's it's, like, it's, okay, these people should not be here. Okay, look at, uh, just look at the people. At, I mean, I'm not, I, I hate to be, you know, racially, I don't I hate this. Like, because, no judgment here, like. You have to make general so, assessments to make these general. No, no, we're not. Ge- we know you're not a racist, Cam. We like literally your best friends are fucking Latino. <laughs> I mean, look so, at I mean, the amount <laughs> of people uh, that are working. I mean, I, I, they work their asses off, but a lot of them are illegal aliens that work for construction businesses uh, mm. at Home Depot, etc. And they are That's not true. paying taxes for us for the roads that we drive on daily. Um, and I have worked for the, you know, I mean, I hate to, I mean, I don't want to say anything personal, but I've worked for a, um, you know, state agency and, uh, the funding, is, the funding is just not there. And I, it's, I think it's a lot, it has a lot to do with the fact that people don't pay taxes. And I think that a lot of those people, um, just are illegal and they're not, they're not contributing to our overall welfare. So that's what I think. Well, let me ask just because I'm okay. curious. Uh, like, how I does mean, that's, funding that's in a enough. state work? Because I know, you know, in the state that I'm in, like, <clears throat> TxDOT has just an exorbitant amount of money to spend on their roads. I mean, the the numbers that I've seen thrown around in my company for the projects they have are, I, I mean, I remember the first time someone, I was in a meeting and they mentioned the, the cost of the project and my jaw almost hit the floor. Like, it was insane. But I know in Louisiana, it's a very different. So, but I've heard online oh that, like, you know, basically gas taxes pay for a lot of road maintenance. So how, do you know how they actually finance? Like, how do they get their money for public works in Louisiana? Because I never actually heard the story on that. Yeah. Well, he's he, an Arkansas. He, worked, he had an internship with. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're deal, right. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of fucked up stuff with, with Louisiana in general, just because. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of the spending does go towards, uh, unfortunately, goes towards, um, I guess people sue the people sue the state for stupid shit. Yeah, and uh, a lot of stuff goes okay. towards court fees, etc. Okay, right. and I think okay. Uh, so, would you favor a a quicker path to immigration, like you know, more United States citizenship, you know, easier path? Yeah, to like what if they could pay taxes? Uh, I would say abs- if 
apps. I mean, it's yeah, kind of exactly. Because you don't really know how long they're gonna be here. Mm. They may just come for a little, like a short period of time. I guess that's why they give uh, green cards, etc. But um, man, it's just kind of a fine line. Like, I think if they're if they're getting a paycheck from somebody in in the states, they ought to pay taxes. I don't care. If okay. Green card or not or whatever. I mean, and, and, and just so we clarify, you don't view this as like a racial category. Like, if it was uh, immigrants from fucking Norway doing the same thing, you wouldn't view it differently, would you? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I'm, I think the same about every everything, sir. Okay. Uh, you know, and that's fair enough. I admire the consistency. Uh, how would you rank the Trump administration's handling of coronavirus or SARS-2 <laughs> coronavirus 19, if you want to be specific in my field? Well, to be honest, I don't know if there's a whole lot that we can do that, that they can really do. I do think that they could do a better job of increasing jobs. I do think that they could somehow maybe promote okay. some kind of uh, national park, maybe – they could increase, like they could say, "Hey, we need these people to work on this national park or this state park or just state." So, jobs, so you're talking about like jobs. like a FDR WPA right. kind of thing, right. Work, yeah. Works Progress Administration. Right. Okay. Um, and I think that would help a lot of situations instead of giving just a freaking stimulus check to everybody. And and I think that's and I think that's a good thing. I think I'm glad that they gave a stimulus check, but it's honestly they just need to promote more jobs, and we need more jobs in America. We need to stop. We need to stop getting stuff from China. And I know Trump's been trying to get more jobs in the States, and that's a good thing. Interesting. Reese, and don't don't worry, Reese. I know, I know you're burning up on the inside, but I'm definitely going to interview you person to person, all right, in the future. Uh, okay, so how would you rank this current administration from a scale to 1 to 10? 10 being highest, 1 being lowest. Hello? Hello? Maybe he went to take a shit, man. Yeah, maybe he did. Are you still there? I'm still here, but Reese, maybe not me. Yeah, I think he I think he uh, dropped out. But how would you rank this current administration from 1 to 10? Well, it depends. It sucks because I – it sucks at the fact that I have to – Oh, he's back. Reese, are you back? I am back. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> Reese, I'm going to interview for episode three. I'm going to ep- uh, interview you on your political evolution beliefs, all right? Gotcha. Uh, so, so bear with me with with Cam here. But how would you? I, I was asking Cam, how would you rank this administration from one to ten? Ten being highest, one being lowest. Cam. Oh me, uh, yeah. I you know, I rank it about a six or a seven. I think that there could be a lot more done with this coronavirus situation, but I think for the most part, there's not a whole lot that we can really do other than promote jobs. And okay. I'm glad I am super glad that he is allowing states to make their own rules as far as coronavirus health health regulations. I'm glad that. That's but would you wouldn't you think that would lead to a disjointed uh, focus on the coronavirus pandemic? What would have having a piecemeal approach to it instead of a unified centralized approach? You're talking about just like him just setting down a rule like everybody's got to do this. Yeah, yes, like like a national mask mandate. No, like in Europe. It depends on the states because some states have limited population and they don't have as big of an issue as like California or say New York. I think that it's that I, yes, but that but right now we're having the problem with the rural states are being very very heavily affected, such as Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Georgia. Yeah, and 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 those states are taking affirmative action. I mean, I, I 
I don't know exactly. Okay. I mean, as, if he was to mandate something now, it would be kind of too late. I mean, I think. Um, okay. I think it's good that the states uh, are taking control of their own problems. Okay. All right. I just want to support our country. Cops don't treat. Shit.